Okay, so last episode we talked about something sincerely edgy, which is the edge that uh, morbidly obese musicians have over a totally healthy-weighted person, which is that the society has a certain amount of like, I don't want to say pity, but there's a definitely a certain amount of like, wow, that guy has lived some shit. Like, it must be yeah. difficult to be that person, and therefore their songs have extra soul in them because of the fact that we like to see people who are literally dying like do stuff yeah it becomes part of like a character yeah caricature so going going pivoting off that (laughs) um i want to talk about something that actually is annoying yeah instead of an observation of just like i've just noticed this trend that we have room for four or five morbidly obese people in music at any given time, like, and then one dies, and it's like we have a new one that we bring in. Ugh, um, yeah, it's terrible. It really is terrible. Uh, something that I actually find to be like a really annoying, and one of the main reasons why I can't, I just like don't go on Instagram and I don't go on like Norman's rare guitar videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is um, is that like there's this trend with having like people who are usually younger than fifteen being heralded as being like blues prodigies. Mm-hmm. And I just want to talk quickly about what that what that means to me. Yeah, please. There's <laughs> one thing. One, blues is like where everybody starts for a reason. Yeah, it's this really simple chord progression. Yeah. It's a great way to start soloing. It's, it's always like, exactly the same. Yeah. The differences are eight bars or 12 bars. Yeah. And people will fight because there's Chicago and Delta and all sorts of stuff. But people are exclusively doing Delta guitar on like a Stratocaster or like a Les Paul or whatever. Yeah, sometimes a telecaster, but not really. And then Delta, whenever they give like whichever like this twelve year old kid from Maine is a prodigy of blues. When they give him an acoustic guitar, he will then do some sort of like Delta adjacent sort of like riffy shit, right? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, here, here. My main issue with this is like, like I said, blues is where everybody starts, specifically because there's one progression, essentially, and. You can play just pentatonic shapes and it is predicated around like really like shreddy phrasing. You know, it's like not, you're not like, you're not often choosing notes in the chords. You're just kind of like going off on blue. Everybody's heard blue shredding. It all sounds exactly the same. Pentatonic, really close to the pentatonic, which is where like the ear will naturally begin to go. Like in in music education, it's always like if we're going to teach soloing to kids, we always start with blues because it's really simple and it's really, um, it's in a lot of stuff and it's like such a basic chord progression. And it benefits from that because it's where everybody learns how to make the guitar sing. So you mm-hmm. can actually start to improvise. You can feel empowered, and yeah. I get that. The trouble is that you give it to you give it to like ten year olds who are born into receiving their parents' um, unfiltered support. First yeah. of all, like like upper middle wealth kind of thing. Yeah, upper upper middle. Being like twelve and having a four thousand dollar Les Paul and plugging yeah. it into like a fucking Centaur distortion pedal. It's five thousand dollars and like a uh, <laughs> like your dad giving you like some Fender Twin or something like that. To me, immediately, it's like what what blues are you feeling, little child? That's the first thing. Is that it's supposed to be a vessel for struggle. Yeah. And heartache. And it comes from Negro spirituals. And it comes from... Slave. It comes from slavery and stuff. And now it's like this uh, party trick that kids named, uh, like, Chayden can do. Oh, God, Chayden. 
<laughs> yeah, it's an eft. Especially so somebody who knows a lot about music history. This is a thing that has happened in the last 15 years. It's internet culture. It's like, exactly. it's celebrating these kids who could just, they just kind of like, they look into space and they're like, the guitar is like way huge for them. And then they just start like shredding. Yeah. Or it's like. Pentatonic uh, blues solos. Yeah. And they, the videos have millions of hits that people are like, my God, what a generation. Like this, this kid is genius. like. Yeah. This is the next Steve Ray Vaughan. This is the next, this is not the other thing. It's just yeah. like, this is, this kid has never felt blue in his entire life. Yeah. And I think that that's not the child's fault in any capacity. It's not his fault that he was born into a good situation. You and I are trying to put ourselves in a situation where we can have a kid who hopefully feels very little sadness until the reality of life sets upon them and they realize that everything is insanely difficult. Yeah, maybe they get their heart broken. But no That's, real hardship. I feel like getting your heart broken is like sick. That's like a nice exactly. experience. <laughs> yeah. It makes you empathetic, mm-hmm. hopefully. And it's like fun to be like, oh my God, I'll mm-hmm. never, like, I can't go to the mall anymore because she works at the frozen yogurt place and blah, can't blah. Wait. Like, uh, it's, so, it's such a cute form of sadness. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like, I don't know, like, yeah, you have MS now. And just fuck. like, yeah, you're just like, oh, fuck, this is not fun. I can't yeah. write like, edgy poetry about this you know it's just like i I want them to have that sheltered heartache that's okay Mm -hmm. it's like an explosion in a little bubble it's like fine it's not gonna hurt anybody and just keep them grounded yeah just empathy and so i'm not against the kid for never feeling blue it's just that celebrating them as being like blues um prodigies and blues geniuses and stuff is uh just so basic and lame as fuck to me it's like so boring to see a little Little like white kid be like sick at blues and being just like, oh my God, we've got to put this guy on the national stage. It's like, uh, let him develop. Yeah. Those kids always turn into weird, long teenagers with mustaches and their voices like weird and low. And they just like, are they just, and then eventually they get into like progressive kind of very, very fast playing. Yeah. And then that kind of like, you, did you remember, we talked about School of Rock in the last episode. <laughs> so the same kind of bluesy kid in the, in the, in the School of Rock. The, yeah, Zach. He ended up... He ended up going into up. guitar stores and just stealing guitars and leaving as a cry for help. Yeah. Just like, this is why we don't put children on the national stage for something as shallow and useless as blues guitar. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, just blues guitar that's mostly just technical and how technical you can be about it. it has no soul, no, like, no point to it at all. They don't write their own music or anything. Yeah. Like, And the thing is that there's lots of sheltered, very upper middle kids that end up doing, like, like music that's, like, it's still their own in a way. Yeah. Like, I know you I don't, you don't like him any, very much, but, like, Chris no, Billy, for example. Like, there's lots of people oh, in his yeah. circle that are very upper middle. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, yeah. but it's not the same. It's not as annoying as a 12-year-old playing Chicago blues because it's like, oh, like... Also, like, I don't know, like, Laura Marling seems to have very had a very nice upbringing, but, like, still, like, writes poetic lyrics from... about heartache and, like, things she sees and, like, about... Just things that she's clearly experienced, but she's not pretending to be like <sighs> Big Mama Thornton or something, you know? Like she's not like I have suffered, and it's like God damn it. No, she plays something that, especially Laura Marley's first record, I find to be like one of the most charming albums of all time because it kind of yeah. sounds like the journey that she's on, and it's the experience of this very particular thing, which is like this British yeah uh, woman in the two thousand academic, stuff. you know? Yeah, this, there's this very it's like. 
white kid sings the blues at guitar shop like it's nobody's business. Oh shit. The guitar, it's funny, in this video, the uh, guitar shop guy is just like absolutely dumbfounded. He's just like looking over and he's like, he's like looking at it. some guy's like, get him over here right now. Oh my God. Something is happening. This guy is going to be the greatest ever. <laughs> just like, it's so funny um, to, to uh, there and there's countless videos of this. There's, there's countless videos that have 20, 30, 50, 100 million views of just like little kids, again, singing the blues, which to me is... Really, really weird. There's like a mm-hmm. million, billion, like, ghosts of, like, former slaves just going like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. we, this was like the purest form of our expression. And it was just like handed over to, I can't, I hate to say this, but it's kind of like white sheltered culture where they just kind of grabbed it and were like, okay, we're going to start putting these kids on America's Got Talent. Yeah. It reminds me of the French Canadian girl singing like an alt like uh like alternative jazz modern jazz version of strange fruit literally like the most obvious metaphor for black people getting hanged is in that song and it was written by a white guy but it was written by a jewish teacher who was like extremely moved by seeing like children and people he knew and cared for like being abused your thing with it is is having a kid that's kind of just like born from a super young age ushered through the system of just like grants and performing yeah. and like d- not having to the heritage uh and the uh information necessary to like understand what that is yeah there must i mean this cultural appropriation right yeah that's a truly like, this what is that, like, that's exactly what that is yeah this yeah. to me is one of those examples of cultural appropriation where upper middle uh people are just like yeah i'm gonna turn my kid into like a cash cow by just making him sing the blues. Um, so this music is coming in, but Yucky. my thoughts about it are just blues is, ah, God, I hate to say it, but it's just like a one note genre. It feels yeah. like it's so, everything has been done with blues. And I'm not, to, it's not to say there isn't room for it. Like Gary Clark Jr. is doing whatever and like it's fine. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't think that we should be making 10 year olds famous for anything, especially not the music of slaves. And, and being like technically proficient at doing it. Oof, yeah, that, yeah, you got it right there. And also, I think like it just doesn't nourish like a lot of child star people. It doesn't nourish like it has, development. We have, in a yeah, way. we have to encourage kids to create something new and like original creation. That's like why Laura Marling does well because she went academic and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna write something that's me." And now she has a stack sound, you know. That's anyway. right. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>